What's going on, everybody? The Sackos are back. Jason and Alex here. We got some, uh, what, championship round prop bets, lines, over-unders, all of the betting advice that you need. Yes, we are fantasy. We are the fantasy football Sackos, but uh, we are transitioning to uh, postseason prop betting and, and et cetera. So this is the gambling be, Sackos. We're the yeah, gambling Sackos for the next couple weeks. This is the best single day of football in the entire year. And I know there's only two games, but it's the four best teams that are playing. And the competition level, the teams are just so good that it, the Super Bowl is great. Don't get me wrong, but it's just one game and everybody's watching the commercials and you're watching around a bunch of people that don't really give two craps about football. Well, but like this is this is the day that, oh, I just you get done with one great game. You just go dive into a second great game. It's an entire Sunday. <laughs> so it starts a little bit later in the day. So, you, you know, you start at like two o'clock and then the last game's over about nine and you can just go to bed and after enjoying a couple bubblies and oh so excited for this weekend and hopefully win some money based on our picks who knows let's go let's dive into this welcome to the fantasy football sackos podcast with your hosts Jason Shellcross and Alex Crow. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! Fantasy Football Sackos back at I it again. I missed that last week. Oh Alex, my gosh. Welcome back inside. Um, I, yes, it is cozy. I have a, one of the my heater vents is right by my feet. Um, I don't have to hold this ice cold microphone and some really crappy gloves. Feels good to be back inside. Um, yeah, we, we haven't even, oh man, I forgot we, so we took last week off. Um, yeah, for I, can, a I guess of I'll just say, uh, everybody, yeah, we had to take last week off. I had some stuff going on working through it. Happens. Uh, we, we, uh, we missed talking about the slime zone from oh, the Nickelodeon Bears game. Dude, that was great so, though. Yeah. Little Sheldon getting up and explaining what a hold was and all the different penalties. I thought it was legit on Nickelodeon, man. Yeah, I don't I don't know who the Nick and trust me, I was not watching it. I don't have cable. I was watching the, some clips on on uh on Twitter as they got posted. But I don't the one uh girl was apparently like a Nickelodeon personality or whatever. And, and the one clip that I did see that was early in the game, and I it was like the one team was punting. And so they were trying to explain what was going on or why they were punting and what was going to happen when okay. they punted. And so they hiked the ball back and they kicked it. And she's like, whoa, that's really high. And I was just like, oh, boy. So, hey, but the slime zone was cool. The Bears suck. Um, the Saints weren't very good. So the Tampa Bay Bucks dismissed of them. And now we get to four. 
I mean, look at these quarterbacks. My God, Rodgers and Brady to oh. the to these games. Oh. I need oh. to, I need to ask. In a word, describe how you feel. I am Jason Bearstradamus, by the way. New official name, Bearstradamus. I can That's see a the stupid name. I can see the future of the Bears. I know what it is. I called. I called week six, week, oh, I don't even know, week 10, when they were in the middle of losing game after game after game. I said, now, what if they beat these last couple cracky, crappy teams, find a way to sneak into the playoffs, and then they re-sign? Well, maybe they don't re-sign, but they bring the whole gang back for one more year. Trubisky, Pace, Nagy. No, Biscuit's not coming back, man. Well, you got the coach and you got the GM anyway. And and I said, how would you feel if that happened? And you said, don't even say it. Don't, don't even say it's going to happen. Well, here it is. It's happened. The mediocre bears are bringing everybody, at, everybody back for one more go around the sun. <clears throat> how do you feel? Um, Pretty normal, actually. I mean, being a Cubs <laughs> fan and a Chicago sports fan um, my entire life, like, were we really expecting anything else no. uh, or different than this? I, I don't Just think mediocrity. so, right? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Ted Phillips, who I believe is, is the team president for the Bears, in 21 seasons as the Bears president, so this throws us back to the year 2000, um, They've had 15 of those 21 seasons at or below 500. Wow, he's um, good at his job. They've had 13 of 21 third or last place finishes in the division. Um, six playoff appearances in 21 years. Uh, yeah. Five division championships. Three playoff wins. Two of those came in one year. Uh, one Super Bowl appearance and obviously zero Super Bowl wins. Um he was quoted as saying during the press conference, have we gotten the quarterback situation right? No. Have we won enough games? No. But everything else is here. But so everything like, else is there. But yeah. So, everything yeah. else you could want except for a winning franchise is there. Hey, they're making money. That's all they care about. Um, so yeah, whatever. The, the, the the Bears are in cap hell, not as bad as the Saints are. Um, R.I.P. to Drew Brees. Um, but uh, yeah, the the Bears are in rough cap shape, and um, they'll. I will be betting them to probably be last place in in their division next year. I uh, I retweeted it, the the Ted Phillips quote, and I said, in summary, is our GM good? No. No. Is the coach good? No. Probably not. Everything else is there. <laughs> <laughs> in summary we got it alright let's not punish ourselves too much and let's move on to these freaking games these games Great are games. juicy I am excited um, let's start we gotta start with the first game right let's start uh, Packers Bucks it is Packers minus three and a half with an over under 51 and a half it's true do you think the Packers cover let's start I with do. that you do. I You're going to take the Packers I, I think, minus three and a half. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. I will start out by saying that. Well, that's a um, spoiler. I was going to ask you again who your Super Bowl. I was going to ask you your Super Bowl pick no, was. It's fine. We'll we'll get there. But I I the Packers are just so good. The Aaron Rodgers has found the cheat codes. He he is the Matrix. He controls everything on the field. Uh, I mean, he was on what Good Morning Football, or I, I saw an interview with Kay Adams from Good Morning Football. And she asked him, when was the last time you were flustered on the field? And he didn't know. Um, like, he is just so in control. I wish he was the bear. He's likable. Um, he's sarcastic. When you, when you see him bending down to take a snap with a smile on his face in the fourth quarter when the camera zoomed, like, yeah, man, you Packer fans are just so damn lucky. And I, I will say this, too that they're winning almost despite their general manager, right? Because, because of, of taking Jordan love and taking AJ Dillon instead of a wide receiver and some line, like their offensive line is great. Their defense has actually been really sneakily good, um, which is why I think they're going to win this game pretty handily is because they're going to shut down Brady um, and, and that offense. Um, So we, like we can get down to breaking the game a little bit more, but I, I think the Packers are just gonna just gonna steamroll them. I, I don't see them losing. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think I'm with you on that. I think it's it's so tough. It is so tough. Just does Week Six have any impact on how you feel about this game? No. And what no, happened I, I in their first, the first game. time, and I lost. I, I mean, I, so ga- ga- gambling and losing out the first time. So I watched every snap, and they were up ten nothing. And Aaron Rodgers threw a pick six, and then there was like a fluky interception after that, and the game was just over. Like they their offense didn't do anything. The Bucks they, won I mean, thirty eight Rodgers had under. No, I know. Rodgers had like under 100 passing yards, I think, in that game. Um, And they just they couldn't do anything against that defense. Um, It's just a different team. They they had a rough night. I don't know if they went out and were partying in Florida before the game or what was going on, but it was just just over. Aaron Rodgers passing line at week six is 16 of 35 for 160. No touchdowns and two picks. Uh, it's just bad. It's not good. No, it's not great. That's their worst. It was their worst yeah. loss of the season. They got absolutely housed. Um, I think that they're a different team. I think that their defense has come a long way, especially in the last two months. Um, I do like them to win. I like them to cover. I just, I want it. I want that to be enough for me to say that the Packers, you know, are going to win this game definitively. And I, I hope it is. Um, It's just that, that 38 to 10 week six game is still burned into the back of my brain a little bit. So. um, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Yes. Tom Brady's really, I mean, what a freaking ageless wonder he is that he's still doing what he's doing. And I'm going to continue to stick with father time. We'll catch up to him, but I, you know, playing Lambo with fans makes a difference in this yeah, game. It does. Um, 
you know, it, it, it makes a difference and there's just Lil something, will be there. you know, yeah. Wh- What's that? Cool. <laughs> Lil Wayne will be there. So, yeah. Um, that's, he got pardoned, didn't he? Um, I think <laughs> the, the, the fans, the fans being in green Bay with just the aura that's there and Brady being in what his like 14th uh, championship game in his 20 year career or something like that, which is just asinine. Um, I, no, I don't think any of it matters. Rodgers is just going to, he's going to find a way to win this game and he's going to cover the three and a half. I like it. Um, so the three and a half, I think I'm comfortable with taking the Packers to cover that. Um, I think that they will win the game. They're at home. They have been absolutely destroying people for the last Everyone. month, at least. Um but just next level double double digit win after double digit win. So I'm comfortable taking the Packers minus three and a half at home. I, if anything, I feel like that's sort of a low line for me personally. I would have given them closer to five. Yeah, I thought it was going to go up. It, it it opened at four. I bet it at four and it actually went down to three and a half. Um, and so I, was, I, I, I would have thought actually, it would go up too. I, I thought it was going to go up as well. Um, and maybe it will the day of when money comes pouring in. Um, I, I think people just can't, can't justify betting against Brady. Um, but I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers, who I think is like, I know Mahomes is really good. If I had to take one game to win with the starting quarterback ever, I'm probably taking Aaron Rodgers. I I think I agree. I, I really do. Um, all right. So then let's get into this over under 51 and a half. Where are you at? Uh, theoretically, it's an over for me because um, I don't like betting unders. Um, I, I think both teams should be able to move the ball. Um, this is going to come down to are they going to be able to convert touchdowns in the red zone or, or you know, how will the defenses hold? Um, for, for them to get over 51 and a half, you're looking at like a 30, like a 30, 21 doesn't get you there. Um, 30, 24 does, uh, 31, 24 does 35, 17 does. So, you know, it's, it's possible that you know, the Packers get up big in this game and it's just over too. Um, neither team has a great running attack. Um, I say that, but then you'll probably see Green Bay establish really long drives and work all three running backs in like they have been. And if, depending on what the weather looks like um, with the snow, then you, you could see this being under. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the total. Um because I, I just don't have a good feeling on it. Um, and we'll obviously have some prop bets coming up here, but I'd, I'd rather just take the Packers to, to cover and not worry about the over under if forced to take one, I'd always lean towards the over just cause that's just kind of how I am. Yeah, I would, uh, I, I think I agree with you mostly on all fronts. Um, I would take the Packers three and a half, um, I would generally lean the over. However, what I would say is if there is any weather, I would take the under, um, 
for me. I think it could be a close game. Um, I worry about. I worry yeah, the, about the high. The high is twenty nine, and there's a fifty percent chance of snow. Yeah. Well, how much snow and how heavy? You know, it's Green yeah, Bay. It could be. It could be a mess. Um, but I do worry about Green Bay's ability to run the ball. Um, Tampa Bay is only allowing 82 and a half rushing yards per game, which is first in the league and only 3.6 yards per rush attempt, which is also first in the league. Um, that's going to bring me to my first prop bet that I like, Yeah, which is Aaron Jones. I'm going to take him under 57 and a half rushing yards, which is minus 112. So you, um, I, I I don't think he comes close to that 57 and a half. They've been working in Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon on a much more yep. regular basis now since, um, well, AJ Dillon's gotten healthy anyway. Um, you heard. Yeah, they're, they're, they're saving Aaron Jones so he can be the Cardinals running back next year. Apparently, There you go. Uh, and then I know it was week six, but their week six line, Aaron Jones. 10 rushing attempts, 15 yards. Like that's <laughs> putrid. So I understand it was week six, but this is the number one rush defense in the league. They are not going to be hammering Aaron Jones in this game. He, I, I think he has a better shot to have like almost 10 catches than all of these rushing attempts against the Tampa Bay. That's like a lot. I, I know that that's a lot and it's exaggeration, but like, I just, I really think that they're <laughs> yeah, going to have to pass the ball to move it against Tampa. Um, and uh, I mean, Tampa finished what? 21st in opponent pass yards per game. Like that's how you, they're first in rushing defense. They're 21st in passing defense. That's how you move the ball against Tampa. They got absolutely lit up uh, several times throughout the year because of their, very, very young uh, defensive backs. And I mean, Aaron Rodgers, they were like you said, they were up 10. They just the game. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah. It should be high scoring. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think that Aaron Jones, I don't think he has a shot at the 57 and a half. Do you what do you think about that prop? Or is, or is that one that you had looked at? No, I don't. I don't mind that. Uh, your your support is compelling. Um, they they've been trying to get him off more with some longer runs, um, and you know some have been called back for for holding. I, I think David Bakhtiari being out uh, definitely hurts that running game at least a little bit, um, especially the left side. And you do have uh, you know Sue on the on the interior kind of holding holding things down uh, for them a little bit too. And obviously has a history with stomping on Rogers leg a couple of years ago in the playoffs and, or whenever that was. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I, I don't mind that um, because I, I think the Packers are going to th- have to throw the ball based on what you just said. Right. Yeah. Um, because, you know, play, play to your strengths. The Packers strength is when Rogers just dissect a defense um, and so that literally plays into every single one of my prop bets. Um, but I'll, I'll let you keep going. 
So that's my first one. Um, my second prop that I have is Aaron Rodgers over 283 and a half passing yards. We already talked about how that's how they're going to okay. have to move the ball. So that's okay. that does it for my Packer prop bets. Uh, do you have any other Packer ones you want to add or do you want to get into the Bucks prop bets? I only have Packer prop bets oh. because I think that's how dominant I think that's how dominant they could be in this game. Um, so to wow. your point, I uh, I have four of my five prop bets have to do with completions. So I'm I'm not even worried about the yards because Rogers tends to get the ball out early and and quick um, to to his guys. So. Instead of taking the yardage, I'm taking completions, which is 24 and a half. Um, he, he was over 24 and a half completions, seven of 17 games um, so far this year. So, um, yeah, I know that that's not a, a lot um, or, or even the majority, but um, I like the over completions because to your point, I think that's how they move the ball is by short quick passing because of that i have over robert tanyan three and a half catches he did that in seven of 15 regular season games Uh, i believe he had four catches last week okay i have over two and a half catches for marquez valdez scantling um two and a half catches he did that in seven of 13 games that he played in this year and he had five catches last week four or four or five catches he was getting the ball on short passes last week, and I, I loved every every single bit of it. And it wouldn't be the Packers unless you're going to bet some Devontae Adams, sweet, sweet stuff. Uh, his over-under for catches is seven and a half. Uh, he did that in only six of 14 games, um, but I'm, I'm taking the over. And his receiving yardage is 87 and a half. This is the only receiving or the yardage bet that I'm betting is his over yardage 87 and a half. He did in seven of 14 games um, this year. So I am literally only betting. I bet on the Packers to win the game. I'm betting all Packers prop bets um, because I, I think that's how this game is going to play. I think if the Bucks try to do anything with their defensive backfield, it's going to tr- be to try to limit Devontae. And um, yeah, but I mean, that's what every team in the NFL tried to do. And right. And then you saw the gadget was, play that got Devontae in the end zone last week against right. the Rams. That oh, was nuts. man. That play was, I that mean, should, they were that watching some illegal. That. Like that was, that was, like, <laughs> that well, that's, play that's was a, disgusting. That's the exact play that Alabama ran in the college national championship game. And they literally just ripped it and put it in their playbook. Great. I mean, yeah. hats off to him. The saints, uh, ripped that, uh, quarterback throw to, uh, Traquan Smith down the middle of the field from the Bears, but you know the Bears didn't complete the pass. But uh, that really pissed me off because Aikman was like, "Well, we talked to Sean Payton before the game, and he said that he's up late putting in plays, and this is one of those plays that he must have been up late trying." It's like, no, you dumb ass! Did you not watch last week's tape at all? The Bears <laughs> literally ran that exact effing play last week, and then. And like, Wims dropped it. 
well, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. And then like, so what that play famous Jameis, he was eating the, eating the W the, yeah, there you go. Uh, and, and so all of a sudden they do like a, it's like the fourth quarter and they're like flashback. Well, we see Sean. It looks like the bears ran the same exact play last. <laughs> it's like, no kidding. Uh, you know, it's just like, come on guys do better. Uh, out of all the prop bets that you listed, I think my favorite is the, and this is probably going to hurt to say my favorite is to take Marquez Stonehands Valdez Scantling Correct. over two and a half two and a half had, he had eight targets last week eight yeah yeah and that's a no, no brainer and and last week the the two and a half catches for him it was like i think i got it like plus like 180 odds or something like that and it cashed in like the beginning of the second quarter it was like yeah i will so, take it yeah so over two and a half catches um just go ahead and put that one in pen um all right, fine. Well, then I'll change. I'll change my last prop. It it was going to be something else, but we'll do an honorable mention prop bet for the Bucks. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady. How do you feel about two hundred and eighty five and a half passing yards for Tom Brady? Um, it might be about right. It. I mean, do we know if Antonio Brown is playing? Um, I, I he know said that he's, he's good to to Tom at the end of that game. Okay, is is Scotty Miller um, needed for him to get to hit that over? I mean, Jair's going to be matched up on Mike Evans, and his like the Packers defense is good, man. Yeah, they, they do not give up a lot. Um, so for that reason, I would take the under. Um, the, the way to the way to the way to theoretically beat the Packers is to do it on the ground. If that's the way that they're going to try to exploit them, then you would say, "Hey, over rushing yards, under passing yards." So that's why I would say uh, under on the on the. You said two eighty seven, two eighty five and a half. Yeah, under. I kind of feel you on the under. I think it might depend on if AB plays. Um, Roto is reporting that it's rumored to be a not serious injury, although he has not practiced, but I mean, I don't know. Arian said he's going to be a game time decision. So I would venture to guess that he will play because it is the playoffs and he's trying to get that bag based on, uh, how we could potentially do this playoff season. So Brown paper bag. there it is. Um, he only threw for 17. He only completed 17 of 27 passes for 166 yards and two scores in week six. So he did not have to pass in their previous meeting uh, that. I mean, Ronald Jones went off for more than 100 yards and two scores on the ground in that game, though, uh, obviously still dealing with an injury for net. Yep. Lenny's looked good, though. Playoff um, Lenny. How do you feel about. Ronald Jones, Lenny. In this game, when I tell you that in the last three Packers games, in the last three weeks, the Packers are second in opponent passing yards per game at 167. Did I say I will like the under on Tom Brady? <laughs> Granted, those last three games are Tennessee, Chicago, and the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> 
But oh, still, whoa. one one sixty seven. You're not allowed to disrespect Ryan Tannehill like that. That's your guy. Yeah, that is um, my but guy. yeah, B- biscuit and no thumb golf. Yeah, that's not surprising. No, but two good teams. I think I will take the under for Tom Brady. Uh, my only concern is he gets there in garbage time in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah, I'm not worried about that. But all right, I think that does it for this game. Is there anything else I missed? I don't think so. I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube, tell us uh, down in the comments what you're what you're feeling. Um, contact us on social media. You can follow us everywhere. Uh, the FF Sackos. Um, you can find us at the fantasyfootballsackos.com. Um, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Tell us what you like. Um, tell us what we're wrong or bet it. Play with us. Win money. It'll there be great. Go. All right. Let's move on, shall we? Kansas versus Buffalo. Chiefs minus three. <laughs> it's, no, it's just Kansas City. It's not the entire state of it's Kansas. The, well, I mean, it might as well be the, the entire <laughs> state, right? <laughs> Kansas City versus Buffalo. Kansas City minus three. Who do you got? Do you think KC covers minus three? Oh, I don't know. Um, I think this is probably a tight game. I have a really hard time betting against Kansas City ever because it's Kansas City and I just don't like betting against them. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I w- I'm going to take Kansas City here. I, I and it's not for the reason you think it is. It's because I think their defense is good um, and, and is opportunistic and is going to find a Josh Allen mistake and turn it into points and the game will just be over. Also, the Kansas City's defense or sorry, Kansas City's offense has been really inefficient in the red zone this year. Um, and so. Like as soon as they put that together and start like figuring the red zone out with Kelsey and Tyree kill and I don't know. It's just it's Kansas City all day for me. It just has to be. Um, Do you think that the potential return of Clyde Edwards Alaire might help? Uh, He's missed the last several games with a hip and ankle injury uh, did not play against the Browns. Um Maybe, but Daryl Williams actually looked more than serviceable um, on Sunday. Here's what I was looking for. Um, The Chiefs have not covered a spread in nine weeks, and they have the third worst red zone offense um, as far as converting from a touchdown percentage. That's not good. Honestly, I think it's the offensive line, right? Because all season, they haven't been able to push anything into the end zone. And all you heard about was how inefficient Clyde Edwards-Alaire was. And that's why they brought Lev Bell in. It's like they're using gadget plays to get into the end zone in the red zone because they can't move the pile. And so it's just something that they've struggled with all year. They could use some offensive linemen this offseason. Not going to help them in this game, obviously. But yeah, I'm just not surprised by those numbers. Well, having watched them all season. Right. And so going in, you know, before the Cleveland game where obviously Mahomes got knocked out or got his neck twisted weird, it didn't really look like a concussion. Um, I, I know he literally couldn't stand up. But I mean, going into this week, Mahomes had never scored less than 30 points in a playoff game. 
Like this was the first week and it's only because he didn't finish the game. Like they probably would have gotten to 30 points if he plays that whole game. Um, and every win prior to this week was by 11 or more points, including the Super Bowl last year where they were down in the fourth quarter and he just was like, all right, we're winning this game. Um, Josh Allen's really good. I love the Bills offense. I think they can score. Their biggest issue is they don't have a running game. That, that's going to kill them in this game because I, I don't believe Zach. I think Zach Moss is still hurt and not playing. Devin Singletary is not good. They, I think they literally ran two running plays in the first half this past week. They ran two running plays. They just, they threw the ball every play. Like if you're going to do that, you're not going to be Kansas city. You're just not. Yeah. I mean, the bills basically abandoned the run until the fourth quarter when the game was basically over Uh Singletary only rushed seven times for 25 yards in the game against the Ravens. Um, which is going to lead me to my first prop bet. Although before we get there, I, 100% disagree with you about this game. Okay. I think Buffalo takes it. Not just okay. covers. I think Buffalo wins. Okay. Uh, and I think that they win in a very convincing manner. I will take Packers and Buffalo to the Super Bowl. And for me, honestly, it's I think at this point, it's mostly health related. I don't think Mahomes is healthy. I don't think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is healthy. Uh, I don't think that they're obviously, you know, good at converting in the red zone. Um, we've talked about how inefficient they've been, um, and how they haven't been able to, uh, cover the spread in e- any of the last, what, nine weeks you said? Nine weeks. Yeah. And the spread's only three. So if you don't cover three, you could lose very easily. Probably going to lose. So I'm going to take Josh Allen. He's looked absolutely incredible, him and Stephon Diggs. Uh, Not only that, I'm going to take him over 300 passing yards, which is minus 112 right now. Uh, Last week against Baltimore, had 37 pass attempts and only ran 55 plays for 220 yards of offense. It was a windstorm. I'm kind of giving it a one-off against one of the league's best defenses. Um I think that Kansas City is not one of the league's best defenses. I think Josh Allen is extremely good, as is Stephon Diggs, who has a higher yardage total. It's in the 90s, but I wouldn't be surprised if that hit on the over anyway. Um, The guy is incredible. Their chemistry is incredible. Um, I, I like the Bills to win this game, not only cover, but to win. Okay. I mean, I can see it. Yeah, I, mean, I I I have a par. I was able to get a parlay in when the blind was still moving around. Uh, I have Kansas City minus two and a half, uh, and the over at fifty two and a half, and currently the line's minus three, and the over under is fifty four. So I, I I got in while the getting was good on that um, on Sunday, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see Buffalo win. It kind of feels like it's their year, um, but at the same yeah. time, I I it's. I just can't see anybody beating the Packers um, just because of, of Rogers um, to, to your point about Stefan Diggs, um, I, I love him this week. I, I, you know, you can probably guess, but 
it's really fun to bet on the best players because in the playoffs, they get even more targets and more yardage and right. more opportunities because oh, yeah. if when in doubt, you're going to run your best plays. You're not hiding anything. Everybody knows what everybody's doing and you're in your best plays to get the best players the ball. And so Stefan Diggs, uh, his yardage is 94 and a half yards. Um, yep, I'm taking the over. He's done it seven out of 16 games during the regular season. Um, has done it uh, both weeks. Well, he definitely did the first week. I don't know if he got there last week. Um, no, yeah, he did. He was over 100 yards last week. Um, so, yeah, he, he's done it both weeks in the playoffs. Um, so it's what nine of, uh, nine of 18. So yeah, I, I think that they're going to force feed him the ball. They design plays to get him open. Um, so over 94 and a half yards, his catches is seven and a half catches. Um, I'll take the over on that as well. During the regular season, he did that nine out of 16 games. And I, again, I believe he, he did it. Um, he definitely did it week uh, the first week of the playoffs. I don't believe he got to seven and a half catches or eight catches last week. He might have. Um, but yeah, Stefan Diggs, he is their playmaker on offense. Um, yeah, Cole Beasley's there. But again, they don't run the ball that much. If They're going to throw in this game because they're not going to run it and they're going to get it to Stefan Diggs. So yeah, oh, eight Eight catches, 95 yards as a winner. That's a, that seems easy to me. So I'm, I'm betting both of those. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't disagree with any of those. I like all of them. I would throw in, uh, I think John Brown has an over under of like 50 yards that I kind of want to, you know, evaluate putting a little bit of something on. Uh, I think that one's appealing to me because I mean, that's like, that's like, 30 of it is just normal game flow. Plus like, I don't know, does John Brown get loose for a long one? Like one time. And that's, you know, then you hit. Look at you trying to, trying to take your shot here and play Bearster Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, uh, I, I think it's possible. Um, they, but you know, Beasley's there. Um, they have a, they have a fourth wide receiver that was super Gabriel active Davis, uh, against phenomenal. Indy the first week. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Um, so, yeah, it's it's possible, but they'll probably run a lot of four wide receiver sets, right? It's not like they have a good tight end. If Buffalo had a good tight end, holy crap, um, <laughs> that offense would really unlock itself, right? If you yeah. if you could put like a like a Mark Andrews or um, you know a Waller type player in that offense, oh my god, with with Diggs, light it up so yeah I, I see them probably running a lot of four wide receiver sets uh shotgunning uh the majority of the game and just letting Allen wing it downfield um and so for that i i would take the over in the game because they both teams like to take their deep shots and scheme guys open downfield and they're and josh allen with a flick of a wrist and seemingly throw the ball 50 yards uh, oh, without even winding up so if if the weather's okay in this game, uh, I'm I would I'm not going to bet the under with these two high powered offenses. Are there any Chiefs props that you like? You betcha, man! I've been riding the Travis Kelsey train all year. Um, his catches are also seven and a half. Um, very similar to Diggs, and and I don't think it, I'm. I think we're both. I think everybody's assuming that Mahomes plays, but even if he doesn't play, like Chad Henney was getting the ball to Kelsey at the end of that game, um, 
you know, Tyreek is streaking across the field and straight down the field and running posts and, and getting, you know, he's the guy that everybody's paying attention to and Kelsey, you just can't do anything with him. So seven and a half catches. He did a nine of 15 games this year. Uh, I like the over. I can see him having eight catches. His yardage, exactly the same as Stefan Diggs is 94 and a half yards. Um, he did it in seven of 15 games this year. Uh, so I'm taking the over on that as well. Um, him and Diggs, um, I can see having very similar stat lines, eight catches, 95 plus yards. I'm, I'm doing that. Thoughts on that? Um, I like Tyreek Hill under 79 and a half receiving yards. Hard disagree. <laughs> very hard. Very hard disagree. Um, he only hit 80 or more passing yards during the regular season in six games. And usually against bad defenses. True. The Jets, Las Vegas, Tampa Bay, who are 29th, 25th, and 21st in opponent passing yards per game. Okay. Like, when they played each other in week six, he had three catches for 20 yards. That, that was the okay. one. So, Tyreek... That was also the game. That was also the game that it was played on what, like a Tuesday afternoon or a Monday afternoon. And Clyde Edwards Hilaire had like 25 carries for 180 yards. They were just like bulldozing them down, up and down the field. Uh, and the Bills couldn't do anything, right? I mean, it, it was just a weird game that they were just like, we're giving the ball to Clyde Edwards Hilaire every play. It was super strange. Clyde Edwards-Alaire in week six. Uh, 26 rushing attempts, 161 yards. So there you go. Yeah, it was strange. That was the only time they did that all year. Besides week um, one. Right, Against besides season. week one. And then, and, and then they picked up Love Bell and he, he didn't do anything the rest of the year. Yeah, so... Um, I, I think that they go back to, I, I love the Tyreek Hill over 77 and a half yards, uh, receiving. I love his over catches at five and a half, um, because he's going to get those gadget catches where they just like, he runs by Mahomes and he like shovels it to him. He's going to get at least one of those. So really you only need five more catches to hit the over there. And of all the players in the NFL right now, it just feels like Tyreek is just due for one of those like 70 yard touchdown plays. I, I'm just saying it. he has been held in check for so long that it's Jason. It's like when you haven't made love for a while and you have all this pent up frustration, it's going Tyreek. to come exploding out for him. Tyreek Hill makes you think about that. He does. He's really doing it for you. Yeah. Well, you know true. who does it for me? I mean, Tredavious yeah. White. One of the league's top shutdown cornerbacks. Tredavious White. I'm just saying. You cannot ignore that line. 
three for 20 in week six. Tredavious White is a man. He's going to be all over Tyreek Hill the entire game. I hope to God that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is healthy because they will need him to run the ball. And I, he needs to have they, the exact same line he had in week six. I they think, won't. I don't know. I mean, I'm really interested to see Not how this Mahomes, turns out. man. He's going to rage. I, I just if he can't, can see. Can't see me. John Cena <laughs> out there. Um, I think that like I can never. I will never bet against Mahomes. I will never bet the under. If, if you bet the under on Tyreek. 77 and a half yards and he has a 50 yard catch. You're just going to feel stupid. Don't don't do that to yourself. Just saying. Just don't do it. I'm just saying. Uh, maybe a little bonus. Five and a half catches is plus 120. I mean, six catches against Tredavious White. I don't, I don't know. He's going to be bracketed on him the whole game. It's going to be the bracket him. You can't bracket him and stop Kelsey and stop the running game. It's Kelsey in a running Mahomes. game. Like it's not just a Tyree kill game in my mind. Okay. I, I don't know. That's, I that's, will. I will just, I, I will put it on our board bet list. 80 yards. Seven, 77 and a half yards for Tyree. Oh, it's it's you, 79 and a half right now. Give me those two yards of respect. I have 77 and a half on, on DraftKings. I have 79 and a half on Vegas Insider. Which well, is all wrong. of the various... That's not up to date. All of the various sport <laughs> books. Fine. I'll, I'll give you 79 and a half. I'll still That's take right. the over. Whatever. That's right. I know you will. When he catches that 50-yard pass, I'm going to hear about it. You certainly will. <laughs> All right, in the comments down below, please let us know who do you think is going to win this Tyree Kill prop bet? Do you think he hits 80 yards? Let us know. Because uh, we don't agree. Boom, me. I think Tredavious White is a uh, man. A couple... <laughs> he is. He's not 40, though. A uh, couple other Jesus. random bets um, that I'd like... I, I'm going to throw throw some things out at you here and, and tell me tell me what you like. Who do you like for the highest scoring team this weekend of the four teams? Packers. The Packers are plus 200 to be the highest scoring team. Uh, Kansas City's plus 180. Buffalo's plus 325. And Tampa Bay is plus 375 to be the highest scoring team. I would take so the Packers Green Bay's plus 200. Assuming yeah, when weather is bucks, equal. You, you win... There's, there's a weather concern, yeah. there's snow in Green Bay, and then there's talk about wind gusts in the 20s and rain going through Kansas City. So it depends on weather. Mm. Assuming all things are equal, I would definitely take Aaron Rodgers in a revenge game to just dump on the Bucks. Big Watch, it's like Josh Allen. So, yeah, What's Green the Bay Josh plus- Allen margin? Uh, you're asking what the bill, what the Bills' uh, highest scoring team odds are. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, pl- plus plus three twenty five. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, 
So if, if you're, I mean, you could throw it at both of those teams and provided they both win, then, you know, you're at least breaking even. Uh, who do you like to be the lowest scoring team? Um, gun to my head, I'll take the Bucks. Okay, yeah, they're plus 175 to be the lowest scoring team. Buffalo's plus 200, Kansas City's plus 325, and Green Bay's plus 400 to be the lowest scoring team. Wow. All right. Uh, Super Bowl odds. Uh, and these are again from DraftKings, uh, the app that I have on my phone. Super Bowl odds. Who you uh, gun to your head? Who you taking to win the Super Bowl? Well, I think it was here five, six weeks ago. I said I thought it was going to be Packers Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I have since switched to Packers Bills only because of the Chiefs health concerns. I mean, they could come out and be all healthy and CEH could play and look great and I'd look like an idiot. At which point I would definitely probably switch to the Chiefs. So I will qualify my answer with that. But I think regardless... There's only four teams left. You can't cover three of them. That's fine. I will say (laughs) Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. And it sucks okay, and it hurts plus, to say. Yeah, I agree with you. They're, they're plus 210. Uh, Kansas City's plus 200. Buffalo's plus 350. And Tampa Bay's plus 450. No respect for Tom. Now, here's my thing. If you're going to bet who wins the, t- the championship, you can get better odds if you bet the Super Bowl MVP odds instead of the team winning the Super Bowl. So like as an example, Kansas City's plus 200 to win the Super Bowl and Mahomes MVP odds are plus 300. Green Bay is plus 210 to win the Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers is plus 325 to win MVP. Buffalo is plus 350 to win the Super Bowl and Josh Allen's Super Bowl MVP odds are plus 475. Ooh! And the Bucks to win the Super Bowl is plus 450. And Tom Brady to win MVP is plus 625. Oh. So if you're so if you're going to if you're going to bet on a team to win the Super Bowl, in my opinion, you're probably better off to just bet them to win their quarterback to win the MVP because how often does the quarterback not win the MVP in the Super Bowl? You kind of have to have like a crazy performance by players. Um, just some some honorable mentions I'll I'll throw out there. Devontae currently is plus fifteen hundred to win Super Bowl MVP. That's pretty tasty. Went bet a hundred to win fifteen hundred if Devontae Adams becomes a Super Bowl MVP. I can see that. Uh, Tyree kills plus sixteen hundred. Travis Kelsey's plus eighteen hundred. Stefan Diggs is plus two thousand. Aaron Jones is plus three thousand. There's some there's some fun fun little bets that you could do now instead of you know after this weekend, let's say Green Bay and Buffalo wins, like. Rodgers and Allen are going to go from plus 325 and plus 475 to like mine, like probably minus odds or just barely plus odds. So 
I know that's a couple weeks out. Obviously, they have to win this week, but just just throwing that out there. If if you're going to bet the Super Bowl winner, maybe take a look at betting the quarterbacks instead because you get better odds. Quarterbacks have won seven of the last ten Super Bowl MVP awards, dating all the way back to the last time Aaron Rodgers won his. Okay, so non the Super Bowl MVPs that were not quarterbacks. So one was the Seahawks defensive back that picked Peyton Manning off. Is it Bobby Malcolm Wagner? Smith, linebacker. Okay. Um, Interception for a touchdown, fumble recovery, and 10 tackles. What a man. Yeah, that was a pretty good game. I kept thinking that, that the Broncos were going to come back in that game, and they just did not. But that um, is, coincidentally, one of the other non-quarterback Super Bowl MVP winners played for the Broncos. Think about the last time the Broncos won the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, so Peyton Manning wasn't MVP in that game. No, he was not. Who was? Oh, is it Von Miller? It was. Okay. So, so there you um, go. In a roundabout way, you got to two of them. Okay. And number um, three was two years ago. So, first of all, James White should have won the MVP against the Falcons because uh, he had three <laughs> three touchdowns and just owned that entire game and they gave it to Brady, which was effing ridiculous. Um, all right, two two years ago. So New England. Hold won. on. Don't don't tell me who was in the Super Bowl two years ago. Oh I was the was it the Patriots and no that Patriots and Eagles was three years ago. Uh who was in the Super Bowl two years ago? Uh let's see here. Let's see here. All decade teams. No, we don't want that. Riveting podcasting here. Who was right? in the Super we Bowl are two years ago? Live looking up stats. I can tell you who the Super Bowl MVP is, but I am blank. Is it? Was it the Falcons? It wasn't Falcon. No, it, there's no way it was Falcons and uh... Julian Edelman, Super Bowl L I I I. 10 catches, 141 yards. And then Pat Mahomes was last year. Yeah, it must have been. Okay, that seems longer ago than that, but no, yeah, it, it must just have two been. Years. I was like, no, it okay. is the Falcons. You said it was. I'm like, uh, I think so. Yeah, because the, I mean, Julian Edelman had that crazy catch where he like, you know, he was bought, being bobbled and it didn't look like he was going right. to catch it, right? Um, no, so, no, that's wrong. It was it was New England and the Rams. It was thirteen to three. What a riveting game! Ten um, catches. Yeah, so that that was that game. Uh, New England and Atlanta was was four years ago already. Um, it's just ingrained in my brain because it was a twenty eight to three swap. Right. Just yeah. Face thirty four twenty eight. Yeah, that was twenty seventeen. Wow. Yeah, times times are moving. Huh. The more you know. Yeah, so hopefully people enjoyed our gambling sackos. We'll uh, we'll throw our our stuff on Twitter. Um, bet along with us. Gambling can be fun. Gamble responsibly. Don't put a lot of money that you don't have on things because when you lose, it sucks. Well, I answered the question. So how about you answer the question? Who do you think goes to the Super Bowl? You said that you think the Packers win. So are you going to uh, bet on Rodgers to win the MVP? Yeah, Rodgers will win the MVP plus three twenty five. Um, I I do like that. 
um, a whole heck of a lot. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably sprinkle a little bit on, on Rogers to win it now uh, at plus three twenty five. Smart. I, I also kind of like that Devante at plus 1500 odds. Cause couldn't you see him scoring th- having three receiving touchdowns in the Super Bowl? 100%. Um, against Kansas City and, you know, plus 1500 is pretty nice. 100%. I mean, he's who scores on that team. Yeah, it's it's he is their best goal line running back. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, I don't. I do you want to talk about the bachelor. <laughs> Ah, you brought it up. I have to <laughs> newsy stuff. I'm sorry, everybody. All right. Before you listen to this, before, before we get in, in too deep on the bachelor, I have to tell you something I'm frustrated about. Okay. Do you ever feel like your house just like has it out for you or like your apartment house, like stuff just like goes wrong? No. Okay. Well, we, we lost a water heater like two months ago now. And today, I was heating up dinner. I was microwaving some leftovers and uh, my lovely wife went to use the microwave and it just shut off. It just said, nope, I'm not. I don't feel like doing this anymore. Tapped out, called it quits. So now are you handy? Because I'm not the handiest of handymen. Um, I'm what is it? Are if you, you can't asking be me handy, to give you a handy? <laughs> for a handy oh what is it if you're not handsome at least be handy or if you're not handy at least be handsome i forget what the saying is uh yeah i am i actually made the comment to my wife at dinner tonight that um i am the least handy person i know i literally (laughs) said that um so no uh, i do not fit that description because we have a i have like a lock downstairs on the door and the the um the the door handle works but the um i don't even know what you call it the thing that comes out of the door like the that actually locks the door it like got stuck and so i had to take it out of the door and so i just have a handle and we're opening and closing the door with just the lock to keep the door closed and she put me in charge of it and she's like i went to home depot today because i didn't think you were ever going to do it so that's <laughs> that's how if there's something that needs to be done around the house, it's generally not me doing it. <laughs> oh, were, were you going to ask me to come and help you hang up a microwave in your kitchen? <laughs> One thing about hiring a handyman to come out and figure out what's wrong. I'm over here watching YouTube videos about people like unscrewing the face of their microwave and looking at something capacitor this and there's the flux a flux capacitor a dead short here and i don't even know what that means um i tried flipping the breaker that didn't work i tried unplugging <laughs> it and replugging it it's not a computer it's not like you can turn it off and turn it back on again and see if it works is that what you're trying to do <laughs> i wasn't sure what the hell happened dude i'm not even good at fixing computers either it's like I'm the type of person when the IT people have to fill out like what the error was. It's like when I call them, it's like the problem lies between the chair and the screen. <laughs> like, oh wow. That's what the problem lies. Wow, that's rough. Um but. yeah, I, I honestly, um I would just buy a new one. 
Or just use an air fryer for everything. <laughs> just buy a new one. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna air fry my lasagna leftovers. I bet it would be delicious. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Are you serious? Air fry, I bet it'd be fried great. lasagna. No, you don't. There's like a reheat function on your air fryer. Is there really? Well, I found my yes. new microwave. That's what I'm saying. Like, just, we just could use, use it the for air storage fryer. instead. We need more cabinetry space. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. I look forward to the update next week. Oh, my God. Um, other newsy stuff. Something fun going on in my life. We rescheduled our rescheduled wedding. So okay. there's that. Okay. We were supposed so, to get married in May of 20. And we kicked to June of 21. Uh, Katie and I ended up actually just getting married in September anyway. Um, Thanks, COVID. But uh, yeah, so we've now pushed our wedding till September of 21. It's not even a wedding at this point. It's really just the reception that we were never able to have. Yeah, it's just a giant ass party. Oh, well... Uh, current Iowa regulations only allow 15 people in a room. So maybe, maybe <laughs> no, by September. I think we'll hopefully like, I think Fauci said today that if, if vaccine rollout goes the way it should, that hopefully by late fall, things are back to normal. Yeah. Normal ish. So, right. Hopefully. So is mid September late enough? Who knows? I don't know. Do you remember? Right. The night you got married in September, like I, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it'll be okay. We dance the night away. So we have, we have, I, I'm in the process of trying to come up with like a 15 person guest list, like a, <laughs> like a 40 person guest list. And then like our full guest list for our original wedding, the OG wedding, we were inviting 200 people. Like. <laughs> Oh, there's no way there's no way in hell we're gonna invite 200 people anymore you like even because people aren't gonna get vaccinated or like they won't be available to everybody that's just not realistic to think that to all 200 yeah it sucks you should kick it to 2025 and just celebrate a five-year yeah uh yeah I, I don't know what i mean the thing is like half the stuff's already paid for so right you cancel outright, then, you know, that's when you start kind of just lighting money on fire. And I want to avoid that if I can. So, well, so here's the thing, though, that money is already lit on fire or then you can light even more money on fire and have, still have a, a party. So you could just like cut your losses now and save the money and throw a rager in five years. That would be a rager in five years. That'd be, that'd be a nice rager. But I don't yeah. know what we're going to do. We're going to we've rescheduled our one year. It'll be our one year anniversary the weekend before. It'll be really fun to celebrate. Um, I think at this point, we just want to celebrate it, even if it's as small as it needs to be and take some photos and just have a good time. And it's going to be what it's going to be and it'll be perfect. So that's kind of my that's where I'm at right now. I'm also really tired of planning a wedding for two years. (laughs) (laughs) Like everybody like bitches yeah. and moans about how terrible planning wedding is. Okay, well, I think I I'm I'm planning my third I'm planning the same wedding for the third time in and, during a pandemic. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe your lovely wife 
just delegated everything to you and said like let me know if there's an important decision i need to make she did it right where she just like made you do it all uh or did that change mm, there i i she affectionately oh, calls it she affectionately calls it my wedding not okay <laughs> because i've uh yeah i mean i've i've handled the majority of like i don't know the the bigger things to do like finding the dj we went with the venue that i found compared to the one that she originally found um but yeah as far as like the communications between us and the venue that's just like that's just me at this point she's handling the photographers she's super jacked about the photographers that we got she's super excited she loves all their work it's just we need to have something that they could come to for there to be a, a product at the end of it so we're yeah. just hoping to have but, right yeah like you or you could just hire them to like come and take a picture of you pooping for like 25 minutes at a time or something like that at, at your house. Well, we also, we also paid for videographers so we could get an overhead aerial zone, aerial drone footage <laughs> that would zoom through the house into the bathroom above. And I think that'd be pretty neat. I look great on the mantle. I, I think it's worth it. I could fleet it. it just, Yeah. <laughs> I think you should. I think that's a great idea. That'd be wonderful. Lord, man. All right. Let's get to a little bit of bachelor talk. Um, So (laughs) thank goodness. I thought you forgot about it. uh, This week in bachelor. uh, Well, actually I, uh, Oh, I can't, I'm so thrown off by the fact that we record on Thursdays now, like my whole days, because it like it aired so many days ago i'm trying to remember what happened what i do remember is that um uh they walked in and ashley i who is clinic clinically insane this woman she cries whenever anything bad happens in her life she's a previous bachelor contestant is now married found the love of her life through the uh the bachelor system on one of the many shows and uh all of this group date, all of these girls on this group date with Matt go into this room and Ashley is in there, this previous bachelor contestant who's now married, reading a romantic novel written by Chris Harrison, who uh, wrote it. Uh, duh. And uh, it is very explicit in uh, in nature, very uh, descriptive. She's reading a love scene in the book written by Chris Harrison, who's the host of The Bachelor. And then the date is challenging all 10 women to write their own romantic love scene, uh, detailing what they would want The Bachelor, Matt, to do to them. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Alex... Could you describe oh God. Could you describe your perfect <laughs> love scene? Wow. Um really put me on the spot here. Um <laughs> you're almost as red as your hair. <laughs> yeah, there's this red red cup here. Um man. 
my perfect love scene. I don't want to kick the can on this to next week, but I would like to put some good thought into it. Um, I think it <laughs> now that I'm 32 and I've and I've been married for four and a half years. Um, I think it's like a steak dinner and going to bed early <laughs> and somebody putting my wife or not my wife, somebody putting my child to sleep and getting a full night of uninterrupted sleep. sounds like the most romantic night ever. Okay. I, I'll take that. I'll let, I'll give you the opportunity to revise next week. Should you so choose? <laughs> I, your mother watches this and listens to this and <laughs> I just I cannot justify subjecting her to the madness that is contained in my head and so for that reason I will stick with my original steak baked potato butter cheese bacon maybe some roasted cauliflower Somebody again putting my five, six month old daughter to sleep early, keeping her sleeping through the night and me getting a full night of uninterrupted sleep. Okay, but can I just say that I kind of have a problem that you thinking about a romantic scene and the first thing you think of is my mother. Can I just say that I have a problem with that? You can say whatever you'd like. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. On that note. <clears throat> thank you guys for listening we are the fantasy football sackos this is not fantasy football at all <laughs> um, golly uh, follow us everywhere on twitter facebook whatever what have you we are at the ff sackos um, stay tuned we're gonna I think do some awards next week and then we got some super Bowl hype stuff coming up uh, it's gonna be fun and uh, yeah have a good night Good night, Jason's mom. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos. Christ. <laughs>